All right, what's going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How are we doing on a Thursday? Today is the 16th, February 16th, 2023. How are we, how, how are we doing this week? How is everyone this week? How, how are we feeling? How, how are the wins and losses? Hopefully more, more wins and losses. Hopefully it's a good week. Uh, we did give out the uh, New Jersey Devils yesterday, minus 140. And that line has moved a little bit. And that's actually part of what we're going to talk about on today's show, betting on time. Why it's so important to get your bets in on time and what that really means. We'll also talk about what I believe to be the three characteristics of a winning sports better. If you can check these three boxes, I believe you've got a good chance of winning money in sports betting. And then to re- uh, to end the show, I've got some book recommendations. You know, yesterday on, on yesterday's podcast, I talked about Billy Walters, how he's coming out with a book in August of this year. It's called, I think it's called The Gambler, something like that. Uh, I can't wait for that book. So I mentioned that yesterday. And I heard from one of the listeners who asked for some book recommendations. So I said, uh, I gave some recommendations, but said, you know, that's, that's a good idea. Thanks for the idea. We're going to do that on today's show. So I'm going to give some book recommendations for all of you out there that I think are either entertaining, educational, things you should listen to, or that I think you may enjoy if you uh, like sports betting. So all that on today's show. Before we get into that, special thanks to Better Edge. Better Edge is the place you want to go if you want to get rid of that minus 110, that pesky vig that makes the house win everything, or at least over the long term for most sports bettors. Get rid of that. Start betting fair, at least 50-50. Win more when you win, lose less when you lose with Better Edge. Online, B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com. Uh, put in promo code SBD for a free $20 upon sign up. That's promo code SBD. All right, let's get to it. Let's start off with the different aspects of being a winning sports better. I've got it down to three, three bullet points. I think if you can do these three things, or if you can, uh, if you can encompass these three things, then you'll be a winning sports better. Now I've ranked it number one, two, and three from most difficult in my opinion, in my opinion, to least difficult. And it was tough because it's all hard. But number one, the most difficult thing that every winning sports better has to do or has to have access to is the, quote, right number. Now, this takes a lot of work, right? This goes into the the math, setting the base, and then you're doing all the handicapping, incorporating the psychology of the teams, and, and all these different things that are really hard to quantify, right? So once you have the what you believe to be the right number – well, then you can get on with your betting, but you have to have what you think is the right number, and that's got to be a better number than the market. Much, much easier said than done, but that's one thing that all winning sports bettors have is access to what they believe is the right number. Uh, number two, have the personality or you've got to develop the personality that it takes to, win, to be a winning sports better. So what does that mean? Do you have to have the winning personality or the personality to be a winning sports better? I think that comes down to this. You've got to be humble because, and I'm not just saying that like being cliche. I honestly believe that you ha- you you can't be one of these people who thinks they oh we beat the bookies we're beating the hell out of everybody. It's this. It's that. everyone who I've ever met who's been successful doing this. It's like <laughs> they're always walking on eggshells because it's they know how the losses come and those losing streaks come and how hard it is to truly win. Once you've got a grasp on it, that's awesome. But. Most people, even Billy Walters, the great, and I'm going to mention him a few times today. For those who don't know who he is, Billy Walters is great, is widely regarded as the uh, best sports better of all time. Okay, the he he developed so many betting strategies. He manipulated the market more than anyone in, in history, and probably still does. Uh, there's been a lot of, of uh, 
a lot of speculation as to how he did what he did, but it really is very simple. And we're going to talk about it later in the show, so I'll save that. But even he is, you know, in interviews and in, in literature, whatever, he's very humble. So that's the first thing. You can't be someone who gets way in over your head and thinks that you're so amazing and you're always going to win. We're, we're killing the bookies. We're, we're so great at this. I think you've got to understand. You've got to drive right there in that lane, the middle lane, if you're going to do this for, a, for a, uh, at least successfully. Uh, you've got to be a worker. Same thing with that personality trait. You've got to be a hard worker. And then you've got to be as unbiased as possible, which is hard because we're all humans. But when you're handicapping and when you're watching, you have to be as unbiased as possible. So that all goes into the personality. So I think you have to have the right personality to be a sports better. So, so far, number one, you've got to get the right number or have access to the right number, a quote unquote right number, what you think is the right number. Number two, you've got to have the personality or develop some kind of personality that works with sports betting. Um, and then number three, I think that you have to, and you know what, this probably should have been number two now that I think about it because it's so, so important. And the whole personality thing I think is important, but this one, number three is key. You have to know how to bet properly. And that means when to bet, how much to bet, when to hedge, when to middle and arbitrage. That comes down to so many things, right? It's not just getting the right number. It's not just understanding the game should be three, not minus, you know, minus three, not minus four. Now, what do you do with that information? How much do you bet? Do you get down the max bet? Do you get down the max bet at 10 different sports books? Do you bet half of your limit? Like, what do you bet then? That's so important. And that's what people often overlook. Oh, we bet one unit. We bet half a unit. It's like, that's crucial. You have to have the exact right amount of risk on every single bet. And then it's also when to bet. Now that you know how much to bet, when are you going to bet? At opening? At the closing? After it's been open for an hour? Like, you've got to get the best line possible knowing when to bet is so important. So, those are the three things. You've got to handicap and get the right number, or what you believe is the right number. You've got to have the personality to withstand the wins and losses and and, and, and fights you're going to have with bookies and just, and just the understanding that I've never met anyone who thinks this is going to be easy who's been successful. And number three, you've got to know how to bet properly. When to bet, how much to bet. We didn't even talk about hedging, middling, arbitraging. It's a different show. But how to bet properly is so important. And also, that does go with managing money in different accounts, things like that. So those are the traits and skills that I think all winning sports bettors or most winning sports bettors have. And, and that's very important, those things I talked about. But in terms of actual tangible winning bets... I do think the number one thing to do after all of that is to bet on time. You know, once you know, we talked about that a little bit, right? But once you know the right side to bet, how much you're going to bet, the next key is when to bet. And betting on time is super, super important. Now, this doesn't always necessarily mean early. It it does often. You want to bet at the opening, but sometimes you want to wait and bet at closing. Sometimes you want to wait and bet a couple hours after it's been open. We're not going to get too nuanced with that. But my point is, betting on time doesn't always mean betting early. Now, yesterday, we gave out the New Jersey Devils at minus 140. I currently see it pretty much consensus minus 155 in the market. Now, I had it yesterday, minus 155. You can go back and listen to yesterday's podcast. That's what we had the, the, the game at, where I didn't see much value once it got past like 148, 150. So obviously, 155, not bettable anymore. If you didn't get on it, I don't really recommend betting it because I don't see it being profitable. Now you may say, 
What's the difference? You're on New Jersey. You see New Jersey as a winning bet. If you have minus 140, why does it matter if we have minus 155? And it all goes back to break-even percentage. It swings past a break-even percentage that I think is comfortable for betting this game. And every single pro that I've talked to would agree betting at the right time is important. This is a good example. Minus 140 is better than minus 155, but it doesn't matter when we win. Because generally, a lot of us are betting to win a unit. That's how you should be betting mathematically. So think about it. Let's say our units are $10, okay? If New Jersey, if you got New Jersey when I recommended it yesterday, and you pay 14 to win 10, or you get it right now, and you pay $15.50 to win 10, you still win 10 either way. So the wins don't matter. It's the losses that you have to pay more for that start accumulating. That's why the right price is always so important, is, is you end up paying less on losses at the end of the month, the end of the year, whatever it is. You save so much money. That helps make money in the long run. So it's about getting that best price. And generally, yes, it is best to get that price early. I just wanted to have the caveat you know, earlier in the podcast that it's not always about betting exactly when the lines come out. So this also doesn't mean you're going to beat every single line move. Okay, um, I make bets all the time that go against me. I don't beat every line move I make, but generally... I beat a lot of line moves. And and 60% of the time, at least, I'm on the right side, right? So that's key. You want to beat line moves. You want to be on the right side. Whether you're winning or losing, there's a good sign. There's a good indication as to whether you're being a good sports better. Are you beating lines? Or are you getting bad lines and still winning or losing, right? That It's not actually as much about the wins and losses. Those are going to come. Those are more random in short term. It's about can you be beating lines? So betting on time is so important. Yesterday, we gave out New Jersey minus 140, currently minus 155, right where we thought the value was. By definition, no bet. I mean, every bet we make has to be positive EV. If we go to the store and we want to buy a shirt, we saw the shirt online in a million places for 50 bucks. Obviously, that's the that's the price, okay? So for sports betting terms, anything below 50, we would buy it for. If we go into Target or wherever it is and it's for 45 bucks, we'll buy it. But if we see it for $55, we wouldn't buy that shirt, right? You see what I'm saying? It's the same thing here in sports. But I know I'm kind of dumbing it down a little bit, but that's what this all comes down to. So betting on time, that's everything. The lines move very, very quickly. So this is all getting to a point here. I'm getting to a an end point because one thing I've noticed a lot of lately is people following other people online for picks, whether it's free picks, buying picks. And I just want to let everyone know, kind of this sad reality that you realize after a while, no one is going to win following these picks. Even sometimes my weekend picks I give away fall into this category. And it's for this very reason of buying early and how important it is. Every single pro, Every single pro that I know would agree betting early, at least betting at the right time, which is often early, is the number one most important thing to do if you're going to win. Okay. So if lines are moving and you get and, and a pro who you're following is telling you what to bet, by definition, you're always going to get the worst of the line. And if you're getting the worst of the line, again, by definition, you're not going to be getting a profitable bet every time. So it's almost pointless to follow bets unless you can get the exact bets who you're following gets. Now, if you're always getting the exact bet, chances are it's not a very good person you're following. So it's sort of this paradox of following picks. And the whole paradox is, guess what? It's not that easy. You can't just follow someone and win. It's not going to work for anybody. Because if you're following someone, it all, it's, it all makes a big circle. 
if you're following someone who's successful enough to win long term, that means they understand buying early and buying the right number and the right price is the key to winning. So if they're doing that on a regular basis, what they're doing is operating this small pool of people who are buying early numbers, moving the market. For every game that everyone listening has Winnipeg minus 160, I have Winnipeg minus 145. And these are all examples, by the way. For every game out there that you that everyone listening to my podcast has, you know, the, the New York Giants minus seven, I likely have a little bit of money on them minus six and a half. Why? Because I'm always getting opening numbers, always getting opening lines because I do this for a living. So if people are always doing this, always getting opening lines, if you're giving out the information that you're betting on, the information is going to be stale by the time it gets to the public for them to bet on. So let's just use an example here. I talked a little bit about Billy Walters earlier. Let's say, let's use a Billy Walters example. Let's say we have access to what Billy Walters is betting on. And he loves, I don't know, Green Bay minus two and a half. So he bets Green Bay minus two and a half. But when Billy Walters bets, a lot of people follow and the and the line gets moved. So let's, take, let's say by time we can bet it, it's like minus three and a half, if not minus four. Let's just go with three and a half to be conservative here. So yes, we may be following the quote right side. We may be following a Billy Walters bet, but it's going to be at the wrong price. So that's actually a losing ticket over time when he has a winning ticket over time at minus two and a half. And yes, it's that slight of a margin in sports betting. And just to give a quick example of why and how it's that slight of a margin, I always use this example. So if you've heard it before, just, just stay with me. If we're flipping quarters and every time it's heads, you give me a dollar Every time it's tails, I give you 99 cents. That's a great proposition for me. It's not going to take long for me to start making a lot of money off you. But if we suddenly switch it and now you give me 99 cents, I give you a dollar, that's, that's, that's a bad proposition for me. What changed? All that changed was a couple pennies. One penny here, one penny there. All of a sudden, it's a massively different uh, uh, EV bet. It goes from being positive EV, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get rich in a year, to negative EV, I'm going to lose all my money in a year based on a couple pennies. So you may say, ah, who cares? A couple pennies. Couple pen-. That's how people look at the bet, right? If you were just to make a random bet on Sunday morning on your favorite football team, you don't care about a couple pennies. But in that clear example, you see that a couple pennies changes winning from losing. That's why I say things like New Jersey is profitable at minus 140 and not profitable at minus 155. It swings past what I believe to be the the plus EV minus EV barrier. So that's really what this comes down to. And it's all about buying at the right price, aka buying early. And that's why getting picks from people is by definition never a good idea because if they're good picks, they're going to be gone on the market. If they're bad picks, stale lines, yeah, they're going to be available to anybody, but those aren't winning picks. Winning picks you make early in the, in the, in the season. If you're an NFL sports better, and, and for those out there who bet the NFL and win, you all know what I'm talking about. You don't win betting on Sunday morning. You don't win betting on Thursday. You win betting on like Sunday night, Monday morning when these lines open up. That's when NFL winners bet. If you're betting the NHL, you don't win the day of the game. You win the day, the morning before the game starts. It's like uh, 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock mountain time the day before the game, right? That's when you win. That's when these fresh lines are available. Yesterday when I did the podcast, I gave out New Jersey minus 140. It was available for like, that one was available for about three hours, at least at 145. On DraftKings, it was, it was available everywhere, at least 145. And then over the night, right, it went to 150, then 155. 
So that's what happens. Buying early is so important, and, and that does come down to winning and losing. So um, before we get out of here, let's do some book recommendations. Let's get to, uh, I, I gave one of the listeners who reached out some book, books to uh, listen to and read. So I'm going to do the same thing here. Uh, I'm going to add a couple and actually give a uh, documentary, a little bonus documentary recommendation at the end. But I'm going to give uh, the synopsis or like a quick synopsis about these so you can all choose which one you'd want to listen to. Uh, the first one, it's called The Smart Money. It's by Michael Koenig. And this is probably one of my favorite books for one reason. It's about Billy Walters. You all know how much I love Billy Walters and respect what he's done. Billy Walters is the best sports better of all time. And he used runners and people to get his bets down as a part of his system for a long time. Now, they weren't called runners for a while. They may be called partners like in terms of like legal reasons or legal jargon because runners were outlawed in Nevada at some point. But the point is... Michael Koenig, the author of The Smart Money, was one of these people who would get down these huge sums of money for Billy Walters. And in The Smart Money, in the book, all the names are aliases. So Billy Walters is called Rick Matthews, and everyone has like an alias. But it's so, so cool. All the journey they go on, the celebrities they talk to. It's a, it's, it's a great book to see the inside workings of what happened for the Billy Walters Computer Group, which is called The Brain Trust in the book, in the 90s and early 2000s. Uh, the next book is called Then One Day. Then One Day is by uh, Chris Andrews. Chris Andrews is a bookmaker currently still working in Las Vegas. Great stories. You'll hear all about the workings behind the desk, all about bookmaking, the history of bookmaking. Great stories about sports bettors in Vegas. It's just a very entertaining book. Uh, Gaming the Game is the next book. Gaming the Game is written about James... Baba Batista. James Batista was a sports better, one of the uh, best money movers in sports betting in the ninety in the eighties, nineties, and early two thousands. And he was actually the one who developed the Tim Donahue NBA <clears throat> NBA betting scandal. So if you're interested in that and how how betting permeated the NBA and how this better got his uprising and, and it talks all about sports betting throughout the whole book i think it's a great book called gaming the game by sean patrick griffin and then uh the last one here for at least the entertainment section of the books i'm giving out can't lose them all you can't lose them all by sal icono uh this is just a funny book sal icono is a comedian this is nothing more than just some laughs some good lighthearted stories about sports betting and and him sports betting with his friends so those that i just gave out are all uh, entertainment books. You can sit back, just sort of relax, enjoy it. If you like sports betting, those are all great. This next one is more about, uh, these next two actually, are more about uh, the educational side. One is called The Logic of Sports Betting. And The Logic of Sports Betting is so centered on just the fundamentals, right? It's almost like camp, like going like the baseball camp where you work on ground balls and how to hit the ball off the tee and this sort of stuff. That's what the logic of sports betting is. It talks about break. It talks about everything mathematically, how you want to approach it philosophically. It's very dry. It's very dry, but it's very informative. Uh, the next book that's uh, educational is called 2020 Think Like a Pro by Logan Fields. This is not on Audible. This is the first book so far I've given out that's not on Audible, but I think it's very... Um, 
important for people to have access to this book and see how a pro does it. Someone like me, this guy reminds me a lot of myself. He works from home. He finds his angles. He bets it only in where he's comfortable and he makes money. 2020 Think Like a Pro by Logan Fields. And then uh, these last couple ones are just sort of random. Uh, the Signal and the Noise. The Signal and the Noise is about uh, statistics, probability, and predictions. More about predictions than anything. And I think it's interesting if you're interested in the prediction process, not just for sports betting, even though it talks about sports betting a little bit in that book, but it, it talks about everything. Weather, history, uh, pandemics. It's very interesting. It's called The Signal and the Noise. Uh, by Nate Silver. Uh, and then finally, this one is about fantasy sports. It's called Dueling with Kings, all about fantasy sports. I think it's interesting to see an inside look on a writer who tried to go pro in fantasy sports betting. So that does it for my book recommendations. Uh, I'm going to end with a documentary recommendation, which I think is pretty good. It's called The Best of It, and it's on Amazon Prime. And it follows around some of the most notorious sports bettors of the, I would say, 80s and 90s, if not 2000s. Uh, Alan Boston, uh, Dink, uh, uh, Dink, who... who Bruce Willis portrayed in a movie and these guys are a dink. Unfortunately, he's passed away, but uh, these guys have been some of the best sports betters of all time. Now it's funny. There's a new breed of sports better that I think I fall into more of the sort of intellectual type who uses a lot of numbers and a lot of math, but these guys know what they're talking about. Whoever they, you know, highlight in the, in the documentary in large part, it's just interesting to, to watch and very entertaining as well. That's called the best of it on Amazon prime. So, All right, that does it for today's show. Appreciate everyone listening. Uh, Stay tuned tomorrow. We're going to do some handicapping. I don't know what for, but we're going to have a pick with a handicap. So we'll talk to you then right here on Sports Betting Daily.